Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Lamed Gimel. We started last night Sif Beis, so we'll get a running start from the beginning of Sif Beis, and then we'll pick up in the Mishabura where we're up to. It's the second to last line in the Machaber on page 112. So the Machaber says in Sif Beis, Im Nipsakut Firos We said last night that if you have the stitching that goes around the Titorah, that's keeping the Tefillin together, if the stitches tear, According to the Rambam, if two stitches that are adjacent to each other, or if three stitches tear and they're not adjacent to each other, three anywhere along the square of the Tefillin, these Tefillin are puzzled. And then we said, This is talking about an old pair of tefillin. But when it comes to a new pair of tefillin, so long that the leather that the batim sit on, meaning the titora, is in place, it's going to be kosher. And then the Machabe tells us, What is considered a new pair of tefillin? That we're saying over here, that by a new pair of tefillin it's more lenient. We're on the top line on Nunzayin. We're talking about over here where a stitch or two gets torn out. And you, if you would hold on to the leather of the titora where it got torn, and you'd be able to hold it up, and the tulum would hang, it would not tear, that's considered new, it's still strong, and that's considered more lenient. But if you, get, you realize that if you're going to hold it by the little piece of leather that the stitching was torn off of, and the tulum is going to break, that's considered an old pair of tulum where the machaber is more machmir. And then the Ramah says, The Ramah says, some say the exact opposite, by a new pair of tefillin it's possible, by an old one it's kosher. And the Ramah ends off, that it's good to be choshesh for both of the svaros. And now let's see the Mishabura. Since we have some uh, new faces, we'll start the Mishabura from the, from the beginning of the Sif. So we'll start from the bottom of page 112. Other poskim disagree, they argue with the Rambam like we discussed yesterday, and they're lenient any time you have two stitches that tear. However, But when it comes to three stitches, even the other poskim are machmir. Even fixing up, tying together the stitches that, that, that tore, that wouldn't even help when there are three tears. Why? Because it's disgraceful to the tefillin when it's recognizable that you have in three places, you have to have it fixed, whether it's new tefillin or old tefillin. And you have to re-sew re, uh, together the tefillin with another, another gid. Says the Nishiburavaitis of Katun Yud Gimel, we said, when is this, when is this that we said, that, according to the Rambam, if it's two tfiros next to each other, it's a problem. Or, if there are three tfiros, even if they're not next to each other, and the Mishabura says, turning the page, Even if each stitch that got undone is on a different side, three separate sides, still it's going to be a problem. And we said then in the Machaber that this is all talking about by an old pair of tfilin, but by a new pair of tfilin, so long that the Or Moshe Vabatim is kind of 
As long as the titora is in place, it's going to be kosher. In this case, like we saw yesterday in Sif Aleph, the Ramah would say the same thing over here. It's not a, alone, not enough alone that the titora is in place, but it has to be that the batim are in place as well. The Ramah is relying on what he said in the last Sif. Sif Koton Tesvav. This is the Ramah that says it's tov lochush l'shtei asvaros eishvimachmir. Both are nutful and an oldful, and if you have two stitches adjacent to each other that got torn, rotzalomer lahachmir machmas zel lachatchilu b'shteim. That one should be lachatchilu machmir by nutfilin and oldfilin. Ach b'makom sheiyasher limsot tfilin acherim. But if you're in a situation where you can't find another pair of tfilin, v'lo lachzor v'litvar tfilin able, and you also have no way to go back and restitch these tfilin, yesh lismoch al hamikilin b'psikas hatfiros, you can be lenient like the opinions and rely on those who are lenient when it comes to the tearing of the stitchings. Bein bechadoshos, bein biyeshanos, bein b'shtei tfiros, bein b'shalosh. Whether it's new tfilin or old tfilin or two stitches near each other or three stitches, you could be lenient. However, with one point that's very important, However, when it comes to three stitches that are torn, even if they're not near each other, one should be machmer not to make a bracha. If there are only two stitches that are torn, even if they're next to each other, you can be lenient and you could make a bracha. If there are three stitches that are torn, even not next to each other, you cannot make a bracha. Yes, you can. That's what we said in the Meshavura. You, you can. You have to redo it. Sure. It's supposed to be one one string, one gid that's being used to stitch it all up. But if you have these three tears, the only way to fix it is to undo it and restitch it. No, he says you, you can't do that. Let's do halacha gimel now. We're on page in Zayin. The Mechaber says now we're getting into the halachas of the ritzuos. Or haritzuos tzarich sheyeh meor behema chayav vaof hatahorim. The leather that we use for the straps of the tefillin for the ritzuos need to be made from the leather of a a domesticated animal, a wild animal, or a bird that is kosher. Next point, These leathers also have to be tanned, l'shem, the mitzvah, tefillin. And then Yimachaber says, The ritzuos can be made, whether it's from the whole leather, or from the leather that's cut in half, and you have one part of it which is called the cloth. Either way, whatever part of the leather you use for the ritzuos, whether it's the entire piece of the leather or the cloth part, it's going to be kosher. And then the Mechaber says, It is that the strap should be black. Turning to page 114, the strap should be black on the outside. Now, as we'll see in the Mishabur, this is not talking about the outside of the way you wear them. It's talking about the outside of the hide, of the or, of the, of the animal. The outside, the part where the hair is, that's the part that has to be colored black. But the inside of the leather, you can make it any color you want, except for red. Because if you make it red, it doesn't look nice, because it seems like it just got red from the blood of a scratch that you have on yourself. It doesn't look appropriate for the tefillin. But really, we don't care, according to the Mechaber, what color the straps are on the inside of the straps. The outside must be black. The inside can be any color that you want. Let's see the Mishavura now, back to page Nun Zayin. Sivkoton Tezayin. The first point the Mechaber told us was that the leather of the Ritzuos need to be from the leather of a Behema Chayav Ofer Tahor. De lo huchshira lemelecha shamayim ela tahora bilvad. Because the only thing that's kosher for service of Hashem, for a mitzvah, is animals that are 
Tahar. And if you look at note number eight, he points out, Mitamzek, Kostav, Anodav Yehuda, Sheish Lahachmir, Shegam Hatseva, for this reason, not only the leather itself, but even the dye that you're going to use to color it black, the dye has to come from an animal that's mutter to eat. However, the transparent material that we spread on top of the black color to make it look nicer, that part does not have to be made from a tar animal. However, even though it is okay to use it from a non-kosher source, even the transparent material that goes over the black dye should be made from a kosher animal or a kosher source. Says the Mishabura on that which the Machaber said that the leathers that you're using for the Ritzuos have to be tanned Lishma. When we say it needs to be done that way, it means as Ma'akev, even Bidyevid, it must be tanned Lishma. Says the Mishabura and Sivkotan Yudches, Vafilu Ha Rambam de Mekil Babatim. If you remember, we had earlier that the Rambam held that the Batim do not need Ibud at all. So the Mishabura says over here that even according to the Rambam, who is lenient when it came to the Batim, Kumavur Lael, Besimelam Abeyi, Sifla Medzayim, Moda Hacha. Here when it comes to the straps, when it comes to the Ritzuos, even the Rambam is Moda. Vetam Lazah, Ayim Bulavush, Mogan Avram. Why is the Rambam so machmir when it comes to the tanning of the Ritzuos and so lenient when it comes to tanning the Batim? So look in the Lavush, Mogan Avram. And thank you for the Dirshim Mishabura. Brings it to us on the page what the Levush and Magen Avram say. If you look at note number ten, the Levush explains Shemiachar Sheor Haritzuos Sarich Ibud. Practically, the leathers they're using for the Ritzuos need to be tanned. They need to be worked. Mishum Shitzarich Shiu Haritzuos Rakos Lakshira Ulakricha. Because Lamaisa, the straps they're using for the Ritzuos need to be. You need to make a knot from it. You need to wrap it around your arm. Therefore, it has to be softened up. So therefore, Nechshav Ibudo Tzarich Atvilin. Therefore, the tanning of these straps is considered a necessity for the tefillin. And the male of a tzarech ibud l'shma kemobe tefillin atzman. And therefore, it needs to be, ha- be done, the ibud l'shma, like the tefillin itself. Masha'enkein bora batim, which is not the case when it comes to the leathers that are being used for the boxes, for the batim, shebelo ibud areyu chazak humulo yoser. The Rambam says that without tanning it, it's stronger. So why, why do you want to soften it up through tanning it? We want it to be as hard and as strong as we can. We'll keep it more sturdy. And therefore, there's no reason practically. So shuv ein ibudo choshev ketzar ha-tfilin. Memeil of the ibud is no longer considered a need of the tfilin. Umishum kach af im ma'abdo ein tzarech la'abdo l'shma. And therefore, the Rambam holds, you don't have to do ibud at all. And if you do ibud, it still doesn't have to be done l'shma. And therefore, it's a very practical chiluk that the Levush gives in the Rambam why it, when it comes to the Ritzuos, you need ibud, it has to be l'shma, because that's a necessity for the tfilin. You need the straps to be softened up. You need the ibud. The mela has to be done l'shma. It's part of the ikrit tefillin. Masha'enkeim, when it comes to the batim, that's better off in its job without being, being ma'abed, without doing ibud. And therefore, even if you do ibud, it wouldn't need to be l'shma according to the Rambam. And then in note number 10, he brings the Magen Avram, which the Mishabura quoted as well. The Magen Avram explains 
Shekishem Shetzarach Lahashchiras HaRetzuos Lishma. The same way you need to color the Retzuos Lishma, Kach Yesh Lasos Es Avodas HaIbu Lishma. So too, you have to also do the tanning of the Retzuos Lishma. Continues the Mishabura and Sivkotan Yudchas in the third line. V'hashcharot Tzarach Gamkein Shia Lishma. So besides the Ibud of the leathers that you're going to use for the straps that have to be Lishma, the coloring of the black on the straps also has to be done Lishma. V'imlo Ibdan Lishman. And if you did not tan a Lishma, Eino Moel Afilu Im Yashchiron Achakach Lishman. It doesn't help if you afterwards color them black Lishma. That won't help you for the tanning. It's two steps. The tanning needs to be tanned Lishma. And the coloring has to be done lishma. If you do it to the tanning lishma and you adjust it to the coloring lishma, it will not help you. That is what the Mishabura says, and that's quoted from the Chuvas Dvar Shmuel Semenzayin Oz Tazvav Ayin Sham Ubi Chuvas Be'er Eisek Kosav the Hashchara Lishma Mahani. This other sefer, the Be'er Eisek says the opposite. He says the Hashchara does help on the Ibar as well. Va'aymetchusur Kiveegir the Hisim Ladino Kehad Dvar Shmuel. He's masking to the Dvar Shmuel that does not help. The Hirish Ela Mekilim Bazen. He speaks out strongly against those who are Mekil. Sivkoton Yutes. So he said in the Mechaber that as Halacha Moshe Messina that the straps need to be black. Ayin the Baruch Shomer the Mashm Midvarov the Mitzvah Lashchiron Adshiushchoros Kaorev. Look in the Sefer Baruch Shomer where it's Mashm from his words that it's a Mitzvah to blacken it so much that it should be black like a raven. Vidan, you should know the Imdisyashnu Vinismach Mehena Shachrus. If the straps got older and it started getting a little bit less black, you have to recolor it black. You have to you have to redye it black. Like we saw earlier in Similam look at note number twelve. That if the squareness of the tefillin got lost, it became not square. One of the corners got rounded. You have to re-square it. Ubir Hamishabura Shon, the Mishabura there explained, Shemiachar Shenemra Halachal Moshe Misinai Shiu at Filan Mirubos. Since Halachal Moshe Misinai tells us that the Filan must be square, Tsrichos at Filan Lamu Biribua Kolshaa. It's not just that when you make it, it has to be square. The Halachal Moshe Misinai says that Filan always has to be square. And therefore, if it gets rounded on one corner, you have to re square it. Hua Din Khan. So the same thing applies over here when it comes to the Inya Shachras when it comes to coloring black the Tvilin. Since it's that it has to be dyed black, so the male, if it loses its blackness, you have to recolor it black because needs to always be there. Now the last words of the Mishabura on page Nunzayim, turning on to page 114, he says, At the, in the place where you tighten the knot, Many times, because you're, you're, you're dealing with it a lot, you're pushing your clothes there on the shayad, so it loses some of its blackness. You have to be very careful about that. Now look at note number 14. Midvarov mucha shilinyan shachrus haritsuos lo moil din rubo kakulos. Masha from the Mishaburu over here that it doesn't help by the ritsuos to have rubo kakulo. It has to be, the whole thing has to be black. Otherwise, you wouldn't worry about that one little spot that lost its blackness. Elotzarech sheyiya kulo shachor. The whole ritsu has to be black. Vechem avor bebiralacha shein moil din rubo kakulo beritsuos. And it doesn't help to have majority like all of it when it comes to ritsuos. Vechem udas agono shomazam and arbach shem niklaf atseva afilo bimiuto pasul. That even if a little bit of the black falls away, it needs to be fixed its puzzle. Not like the Shalas and Shuvah Shalmas Chaim writes, but the Evan Mo Ba'ofen Zem Midin Rubo Kakulo. Not like the Shalas and Shuvah Shalmas Chaim, which says the Taka Bidi Evan Rubo Kakulo is okay, and if it loses its blackness, it's okay. 
But here is a very important note. The second half of note 14, across from page 114. That which commonly happens that as time goes on, the, the blackness fades a little bit from the coloring of the Ritzuos. Or you get some dots or cracks that look a little white in your, in your, in your Ritzuos. But in general it looks black. But if you look at it carefully, you see it's like a little cracked from using it so much and the cracks are not so black, they're a little bit faded. So the Shlomo Zaman Orbao says that that's kosher. It's a very important kula because that happens very often. You look at it, it looks black, but if you really look at it carefully, so there are some points that get a little cracked or a little, you know, a little, a little faded. So the Shlomo Zaman says that that is kosher. However, B'tshuvah Svan Hagos, Surah Sternbuch brings down that the stipler He was not put on that the entire Ritzua should be black. Apparently, the way they're bringing it here, that he would argue with the Rishonah Zalman and say, even if it's a little bit of fading from the, in the color from the little cracks, that, that also needs to be fixed. So ideally, obviously you should fix it, but it's a good Rishonah Zalman to know that if it overall looks black, even though there are some little cracks that are fading a little bit in their color, that that is okay also, according to Rishonah Zalman. It's a very vague. Yes, it is vague. Well, I, you know what? If it would be a large chunk of the ritzua, I don't know if he would say, but open clearly it looks black. I think it just means a few a few spots. That's how I understood it. If it would be, you know, if, if what you get sometimes around that area that you're working so much and loses it, loses its color a little bit, if it happened in the whole ritzua, I don't know if we'd call that that it, it looks black. But you're right; it's not. It's not very definitive, you know, exactly how much and when. But Islam, it's good to know that if you if you you see it a little bit starting, you know, if if you don't do it that minute, it's not necessarily you know you should do it. But if you, but it's not necessarily puzzle at that at that moment. The Mishabura continues in Sikkot and Chaf, the top line on one point fourteen. So we said in the Machaber the Lachem Hashem is the Ritzuos have to be black on the outside. So here the Mishabura tells us what does the outside mean? The outside of the animal hide, meaning the hair side, where it is smooth. If you just color it black on the inside, it doesn't help. You have to go back again and color it black on the outside. The Ayin Beralacha. Sifkaton Chaf Aleph. We said in the Mechaber, but the inside you can make it whatever color you want. Ratzalomar, im osan. It's not an arts and crafts project. It's not that you have to color it. If you want to color it, the Mechaber says the outside has to be black. The inside you could make any color you want if you want to color it, the Mishibur says. You don't, there's no in coloring it, if you want to. Aval ein b'shum You don't have to color it, you can leave it as is. Even though the Rambam paskins that the inside also has to be black, like the bottom are also black. Very clearly, Mishra, we don't like the Rambam. The inside doesn't have to be black, even though that's a new thing that they have the two-sided black ritzuos. But the Mishra says mafurish, it doesn't have to be black on the inside. I'd like to see one more note and then see a biralacha. Let's see note number fifteen. Even the Rambam shita, which in Shabura says explicitly, we don't hold like we're not knowing that way. It's only a, a beautification of the tefillin to have a black on both sides. It's not. He doesn't hold that you have to have it halacha moshe misinai. It's just noy tefillin. And now, what about the ritzuos on the sides? Right, we discussed the front and the back. But what about the sides where you cut it from? From the, from the, from the hides. Where do you cut it? 
the sides. So the inyan chudei haritzuos, the the tips of the ritzuos, the hainu mekomos hachota chanirim ibachutz, the the places where you cut it that you could actually see it. If you're looking at the outside, you could see a little bit on the sides of the, the corners, the sides where 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 it's uh, cut from the other places. So kosav akasas asofer sheyesh ledatek laashchiram. You should be careful to make those black as well. It could be that's also included in the Allah Moshe Messinai. I don't think our Tzuas are colored black in that place. Is that correct? I don't think so. Omnon, uh, however, the Prima Godam Shuva Lahalam, the Prima Godam that we'll see tomorrow is Mashma Shalokadur, is Mashma that does not have to be colored black on the sides of the Ritzuos. Sharei Kosav, because the Prima Godam writes, Shemisha Hishir is Haritzuos Shalolishma. If you messed up and you didn't color the Ritzuos black Lishma, Yachol Itzboet Satsar Hasheni Lishma. You could just color the other side Lishma. Ulahovcho Klavimala and switch it around. That's what the Prima Godam says tomorrow. The Imyesh Lahashir Afes Tzidi Haritzuos says the Prima Godam. And if you have to really color black even the sides of the Ritzuos, so So if you initially dyed the front side and all the corners, all the all the the front and all the sides and the corners, you dyed it black, and now you turn it over to do it lishma. So you're not doing it all lishma. You're only doing one side lishma. You're still missing the edges. So what have you accomplished? The prima brings a the so there's a raya. The prima brings a raya from over there. Or the note is bringing a raya from the prima gadim that is mashma that you don't actually have to color black. The edges of the Ritzuos. The Chain Hevia Chazanish Raya Meatikun Tfilin. The Chazanish also brings a Raya to this point from the Tikun Tfilin. Shekasav Shemashchir Mesar Ritzuos Viachaka Chotchemosan. Very beautiful Raya. The Sefer Tikun Tfilin says that you first dye the Ritzuos and then you cut them. Well, obviously, if you're dyeing and then you're cutting them, then the edges are not black because you're dyeing a whole a whole uh, flat sheet, let's say, of leather, and then you're cutting it into ritzuos. If you're cutting it afterwards, so the sides uh, they weren't there before, so they weren't dyed. So you see from there, And Rishimah brings out that Briskov was also not makbar on this. So you see, even though there is a shita that is possibly could be a lochum Sinai, you see many posts can say, Primagadam, the Chazanish, the Briskov, say it's not necessary, and I believe that our minhag, at least I think my tefillin, do not have the side, the edges that are black. Let's, I want to see one bir alacha, and then we will stop. And the bir alacha is, on back to page Nun Zayin. We said that the ritzuo should be black on the outside. So the bir alacha says, so I see a couple of points here. Bein hash, you see where it is, it's the bottom bir alacha on page Nun Zayin. Says the bir alacha, the ritzuos have to be shkoros, bein hashel rosh, o hashel yad. This time with the ritzuos of both the shorosh and the shalyad. That's the Rambam Sham. Shom. Umistapakno imin hatorah dai bechol echor ad kedei shiuro. And I am a supak, says the Biralacha, if the Araisa it's enough for each one just to have the minimum shear. Vasharhula mitzvah ulanoi ba'alma. And the rest is just extra credit. It's a mitzvah. It's a more, more, making it more beautiful. O dilma keven shi muhuberes kula kechada tsrichalios kula shachor. Or maybe no, since the, it's one ritua, since part of it you muhuyev, so mamela, the whole thing is thrown in. So he's masupak, whether it's just the ikker part. You know, it gets a little longer than you need it to be on the Shalyad of Sharosh. So is the rest of it just an extra mitzvah and noi, or is it actually part of the Allah Mashim Sina that is the Raisa that you have to blacken it? Skip down two lines. 
Gan eni yodeya im ha'alocha l'moshu misinai koi gam kein al-chatichas ha-retzua shenechneses ba'ma'avarta. He's also musubik if the halacha l'moshu misinai that requires the retzua to be made black, if it also counts the retzuas that go through the tunnel of the ma'avarta. Right, part of the retzua you don't actually see. So says the halacha musubik if that part of the retzua also has to be black or not. Obviously, I am not mesupik. Obviously, you should blacken it because the bias could always move and you'll have different ritzua inside and different ritzua outside. So it's a risk to, to leave that part of the ritzua not colored when it's inside the mavarta because it might move. Right? Your muscle might get bigger, it might get smaller, and it might move around for whatever reason. So I am the Gemara Sham. Skip a little bit over here. I am Rambam. Fine. The Geder Hashachras, the third to last line, he writes, and how black do you have to make it? So we saw the Mishabura quoted the Baral Shamer. The Biralacha does as well. I am the Baral Shamer Shekosov. Sheashiro Pam Achas. He brings the Baral Shamer that says, you dye it one time black. The when it dries a little bit. It's giving us painting lessons, how to get something of really strong color. When it dries a little bit, oz yashchiro pam shenis, then you give it a second coat. V'chein pam shlishis, let it dry a little more, then a third time. You give it three coats of paint. Az shiyeh ha'or shachor l'chola atzarach mamish ka'orif. Until the black is so thick that a mamish looks black like a raven, which is the classic strong black. V'nirali d'zeo rak l'mitzvah ba'amah. But says the Be'alacha, it appears to me that this is only... For the mitzvah ba'amba, avon midina, but meikra din kol shechal olav shem shachor sagulei. As long as it gets a part of the shame that it's black, that's enough. Ulefizen, according to that, afilu imhoya mariso dome lemara hakochol shekorin b'lo gam king kosher. And therefore, it says the belacha, according to me, that just as a, a shame black that you dyed it one time black, even if it has a little tinge, it looks a little bluish. That also would be okay because that's you made it black. You don't have to go so crazy and make three coats till it's black as a raven. So that's the Biralacha comes out, that uh, you don't have to necessarily go that far. Like the Baral Shamar, it could be as long as it gets a shame that it's black, that's going to be okay, even if it has a tinge looking a little differently. We'll stop here. We'll pick up Mitch Shem tomorrow in Siv Dalad. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Mara McClemus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.